your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Sola. All right, welcome to Lacrosse Talk PM. You want to get in here? I don't know what I'm going to talk about, but you can get in here and talk about what you want to talk about. There's a lot going on and often messy and <laughs> hard to uh, decipher what's what. There's just so many things. Can we talk about the uh, lime green puppy that was recently born? Or uh, building a wall? 37 people arrested in a Puerto Rico to Wisconsin drug smuggling case? Polymet mine in Minnesota? Uh, <laughs> Indiana man's the uh, a man in Indiana is the oldest state of employee. He's decided to retire. At 102, General Motors employees caught racing Corvettes. Do we want to talk about that? That reminds me of when I worked at uh, Kimberly Clark and we're and we raced uh, forklifts. <laughs> Wisconsin's retirement fund grows nearly 20 percent in 2019. It uh, shrank in 2018. 608-785-7914. That's all I got. So. You guys better call and text me. Those are, I'm just reading headlines today. That's all I'm doing. No, I'm just kidding. I do want to talk about this green puppy, though. It was, AP has a story, but they didn't have a picture. I was like, come on. No, how do you have a story about a lime green puppy that's born, but you don't have a picture of the puppy? So then you got to go search for it. And then I saw a video of the puppy, and then I wasn't crying. But it's certainly cute. Uh, number three is calling in. Number three, go ahead. How are you today, Squire? I'm good. I guess I didn't even mention the uh, Green Island Ice Arena. That's another thing that we could mention. There's a meeting in 22 minutes about it. I was going to go, but they don't listen to me anyway. Oh, I'm sorry. Maybe wear a like a tank top so your arms are showing, so you look a little bit more. Oh, I just hope them hockey moms don't get too mad tonight. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's pretty cold out. We could just do ice skating out on the river, maybe? Uh, yeah, if you don't go in the main channel. Yeah. Anyway, they need $3 million to fix it. Yeah. I think if they wouldn't spend $2 million on the car wash at the airport that only the car leasers are going to use, and the $600,000 for that piece of property car, light, car loan place, mm-hmm. they would have had over $2.5 million dollars to fix up the ice rink. Do you think maybe they don't want to fix the ice rink, though? I think that's what it is. I mean, it it, make, it kind of makes sense, right? Like, it, it seems like maybe it's a costly thing to run, and and I don't know if, uh, you know, I'm sure there's... I, we've had a couple of people call in, even yesterday, uh, wanting me to talk about it, but it's kind of weird to talk about while the meeting's going on. But the ice rink, uh, you know, is it busy all the time? Is it is it going to be more feasible to... to uh, put other things in there that people could use more often. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just. Well, the tennis court's going in there. You know, they're going to spend $3 million down there on that. And uh, Yeah, those are outside yet. We haven't determined what we're going to put inside the ice arena yet, I don't believe. Well, they want to put up a, one of those balloon buildings yeah. in a couple of years. But the thing is, they spend millions of dollars on parks, Rick. And there's eight, ten people in a park during yep. the day. Now, here's a place where there's a lot of people using that ice arena. Mm-hmm. A lot of different organizations. 
something to keep the kids off the goofy machines all day long. Yeah. Let them play hockey. Because they're, they're not in the parks. Well, what if we just put a bunch of bubble domes over all the parks? Nah, it costs too much money. That also costs too much money. Um, I would have went to that hockey, meeting, but nobody's going to listen to the public anyway. A hockey is kind of an expensive sport, though, too. So, you know. Well, it's a good, it's a good thing. A good, a lot of people playing hockey. I mean, they, they look at the football and basketball teams. In hockey, there's a lot of people down there. I go by there a couple times a week, and the place is full of cars. Sure. Well, they're using it in the parks. Like I say, eight, ten, twelve people in a park. It don't make sense. Yeah, and then the the money on gas and lawnmowers. Yeah. <laughs> and the time spent there. Very true. But I think I don't know. It's they got something going to keep the kids out of trouble, and then they don't take advantage of it. Yeah, I see. I see this as a maybe. It needs to be something similar to Memorial Pool, where the neighborhood around this, or maybe the neighborhood that so to speak, the hockey neighborhood, you know, gets organized and, and, and rallies behind this thing and finds someone to manage it because that's the first problem and then helps raise some money to keep the rink open. There aren't a lot of indoor well, they, hockey rinks. so You say they're looking for management to take it over. Well, then the last paragraph says, oh, it also needs $3 million worth of work. Right. Yeah, and then... I think yeah. we spend our money too foolishly. Well, it's going to be hard to find a manager to manage a place. I, I don't know if it's a full-time job, but like, oh, you also need $3 million, and if you don't get it, I'm out of a job? So, I don't know. Oh, yeah. But they'll, they'll figure it out tonight. Yeah, you think so? Yeah. <laughs> no. The only thing they haven't done yet is hired a consultant. Yeah, maybe a, a, a citywide survey that we mailed everyone, too. Yeah, that would help, right? <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thanks Carry a lot on. for the call. Number three, setting the tone for the show. It was it was the first thing on my list to talk about, but it is uh, we're 18 minutes away from the Parks and Rec monthly board meeting. Brad Williams is there. He'll have a story on Wisdom News later tonight uh, on what went down. So not really going to have any many updates on, on what happens. And if you're interested in what happens to the Green Island Ice Arena on the south side, you got 17 minutes to get over there. I'm sure you could be a little late. I don't think they're going to point you out. Um, but yeah, the city is at this point looking for management. Right now, if they they need to find a manager by June 1st. So that's a, they got a while. But if they don't... The ice is going to be removed, and the building will be closed. So um, they also raise a question that the rink needs $3 million in repairs, which includes a new refrigeration system and a new rink floor. Does the floor, I wonder, does the ice rink floor leak? Does it not keep the ice frozen and therefore underneath maybe? I don't know. It'd be interesting to know what's wrong with the floor because I feel like you just put an ice over it. As long as the floor doesn't isn't warm, uh, Eric from Sparta's calling in. Eric, go ahead. You're on the air. Yeah, I guess the elephant in the room is the impeachment going on, and uh, this one guy has left Vardis. This guy is a uh, Parnas. Whatever it is, he's he's going to uh, he's a under indictment. He's convicted. He's going to go to jail. So he's saying everything he could possibly say to sit to get le- lesser jail time, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I do believe that, but that's the big thing in the room right now. But uh, one other thing about his uh, 
Democrat uh, presidential candidates in their uh, soiree about their uh, on TV about uh, um, their uh, who's going to be next the president stuff I guess is this uh, anyway. I will say one thing. One of these candidates named Pete Buttigieg, the first time I saw him on TV, he turned around and kissed his husband and that puked me out. What a nice guy. I'm a I'm straight man and I don't I don't care what anybody says, that made me sick to my stomach. Thanks. Okay. Yeah, so the Green Island Ice Arena, they're meeting about it in fifteen minutes now, if you want to get down there. Uh, Jim called in yesterday, very concerned that this is going to close because, and he was, I told him, Hey, call me tomorrow. He couldn't, he couldn't, uh, talk yesterday. He called earlier. He, we did a little show before the show and I said, call me tomorrow. And he's like, no, I got peewee hockey. So Jim is literally at the ice arena. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming he's either coaching or coaching his kids or with his kids in some capacity while the meeting happens in city hall on what to do with it. All right, 608-785-7914. Running a little slow here. we got to get to news. We'll be back. I'm Wisdom in a minute. All right, welcome back to the Crosstalk PM. Just talking about the Green Island Ice Arena. I think a lot of people are concerned about that. It seems to be a situation where maybe people that that support the ice arena have to do what they did with Memorial Pool. Libertarian guy texts in, is wondering Facebook Facebook Live isn't working yet. I have it up, but there's no camera. So I, I there's no feed to it, so I didn't put Facebook Live on. Facebook feed is running, he says. Hmm. I'll have to look at that. <laughs> Didn't think the Facebook feed was running. I didn't hit play. Has it been running since Cooley Region Cooks? That would be interesting. Was live, so uh, Hayes was live this morning. Um, I don't even see Cooley Region Cooks, so I don't know where you're looking, libertarian guy. But uh, a nice, easy way to listen to the show if you don't want, if you're not in your car, if you you know, like in and out of your car, or maybe you're just out and around the house is the WIZM app. Just go in the app store, however you get your apps. Look for the WIZM logo, white background, blue letters, red news talk. I think that's what it looks like. And you download it, and right on the bottom, you just hit play. Right on the app, you hit play, and I think you get one commercial, and then uh, you can hear me, or Hayes in the morning, or Hayes on Thursdays during Cooley Region Cooks. I think those are the those are the three things that play. I don't play national syndicated radio, but uh, they play our local stuff. So uh, it's a super easy way. Uh, this is how I listen all the time. I'm walking Millie, my dog. Phone is in my pocket. I got a little speaker that hooks to it, and off I go. Hit play, and and that's how everything goes down. Um, seven minutes. You got seven minutes to get to City Hall if you want to talk about. Parks and Rec, Green Island Ice Arena, other things that have to do with Parks and Recreation. The Lacrosse Center is part of that, right? The stuff goes down in the Lacrosse Center. Uh, go to the phones here. Bob's calling in. Uh, Trempo Tom's on hold. Hold tight, Trempo Tom. 
Uh, Bob, you're wait, wait, wait. Bob, you're on the air. Go ahead. Okay. Hey, Rick. Hi. Yeah, you were talking about that um, guy that tried to carjack a couple of vans at the mall yesterday. Yeah, Unique Scarborough, 27 year old is his name. Yeah, I think I, okay, I'd like to ask you a question. Um, I think you've answered this before. Um, do you think, see, this has to do with guns. Um, do you think that if you had your way, would you take guns away from everybody? Would there, would nobody be able to have a gun? Certain guns, probably, but uh, the idea that registering background checks on guns would be a, a good start. Okay, but you don't want to, but you don't want to take uh, all guns away from everybody. I think people, I think hunting is a is a thing that people like to do and do it responsibly. I don't think a whole lot of people die from hunting, so it's a pretty important aspect, a part of our culture. So there's there's a there's a place for guns. Okay, but just okay. So okay, I don't own a gun, but I have a few friends that do. Me um, too. They they have a concealed weapon, um, and their argument is, I mean, why why shouldn't law-abiding citizens be able to have a gun? Um, I mean, they do it to defend themselves. Um, I have one friend, he has a few uh, kids. Now, if somebody's going to break into their home, he has a gun, so that would be to protect him and his family. Um, are you against that? Would that be okay? Hard to say. I mean, I brought up that situation yesterday where the guy was trying to steal, I, I think getting trying to get into a van, somebody was in the van, you know, like you, you put yourself in that situation. It's it's kind of and and maybe you have a gun and they don't, or maybe they do. I feel like nobody knows at that point. It's it's a hairy situation that it I would want to but, put myself. But what into. I'm trying to say, okay, yesterday, um, you said, well, if that if that person in the van would have had a gun, and he didn't have a gun, he might have blasted him, killed him. Um, what you're kind of saying is, people that have guns, own guns, aren't responsible, that they're just going to pull the trigger. That's not I mean, what I'm saying at all. You're not saying that? No. Nope. How about if the guy would have had a gun yesterday? The the guy trying to steal the van? Well, you, yeah, you said it, everything worked out good. What would have happened if the guy would have had a gun? What happened if the guy would have had a knife? What would happen if you would have shot and killed that person in the car? Somebody would have been shot and killed? Yeah, so yeah, I'm just what, saying. That's what would have happened. Um, yeah, I'm just saying all law-abiding citizens should be able to have a gun of their choice to defend themselves. Okay. All right. Okay, I just wanted to say that. Bye. Uh, all right. Bye. Uh, Trouble Tom, waiting patiently. I'll put you on. Here we go. I, I, I feel like you want to talk about Parks and Rec and lacrosse, Tom, or not? Well, that's why I called. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I'll just tell you that it is my opinion that this whole thing with the green ice, uh, green arena in, in South Lacrosse there, uh, possibly closing is to basically look for money for a new arena or else just a bunch of money to rehab it or maybe money to um, get a whole new place started. Uh, they they don't really intend to close it down. They apparently feel they need money, and so they're getting the people all excited about this. Um, <clears throat> when it comes to $3 million to replace the ice equipment or the refrigeration equipment, that is a bit of a bizarre figure. Uh, that's way overstated. And uh, so anyhow, it's, I think it's, uh, it's I more than that. People, 
It's, I think it's more than that. I think it's uh, included in that three million. Let me. I have it writ, wrote, uh, written down here. Just give me two seconds. Um, three million dollars includes a new refrigeration unit, a new rink floor, and then um, possibly some other things. So those, I think, those are just two of the main things included in the three million dollars of repairs. So I don't know okay. a rink floor. I, I'm not even really sure what that entails. Like they got to tear up the old floor and pour new cement or. I, I don't really know what a, a hockey rink floor looks like in terms of, you know, is it, you know, like at Lambeau Field, this is kind of the opposite thinking, but they put, uh, you know, heaters, heating coils under the, the, the turf or the grass there to keep, you know, to keep the field from freezing. Does a hockey rink floor have maybe like the opposite going on where it, you know, obviously it freezes the ice above it, the water above it? Yeah, it it does actually have that that same type of grid, a huge uh, miles and miles of uh, tubing under that slab that helps transfer the cooling from the refrigeration equipment itself to the slab, so they can keep the ice cold. Yeah, I would imagine so that. Probably, I would imagine that's costly, right? Like that's probably where the three million. That's going to be a big chunk of that. Well, that's right. Depends on what that material they used when they did it originally. And I don't know how long that's been an ice rink, but for the last uh, just about 30 years, and I don't know if it's older than 30 years or not, I, I suspect it maybe is, in the last 30 years they've used products that don't deteriorate, so they wouldn't have to replace them if it was that recent. But either way, um, it's a bunch of hype to get the public to go, and go along with whatever they're going to end up doing. So... Uh, the the people should just kind of keep an eye on them. It is a, a it's a wonderful place to have a facility like that. Mm-hmm. All right, thanks for the call, Tom. Yeah. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. If you want to get in here, uh, oh, it's it's five thirty. Meeting starting. People, we'll be back after this on Wisdom. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. 608-785-7914. Facebook Live up now. That's how you guys want to listen. Thank you, Tyler. Fixing that. I think he did it remotely from home, too. It was very nice of you. Libertarian guy, I appreciate it. I think he likes, he uh, he said he appreciates listening to the show on Facebook Live. Just easier for him. We want to get in here. 608-785-7914. Brad Williams right now from Wisdom News. Should be at the the city hall. Should be at the Parks and Rec monthly meeting. Talking about probably just mostly about the Green Island Ice Arena. That's what a lot of you have already uh, called in about. Libertarian guys confirmed Facebook Live is working. <laughs> Crowdsourcing. Uh, see what's going. See what's uh, working for us. I could have looked, but. I have 37 links open. Uh, on top of the Green Island Ice Arena, so and it, what's funny is that if you're just reading into this without diving into ton of, a ton of the details, so the Parks and Rec says the rink needs about $3 million in repairs, more than $3 million in, repair, in repairs, uh, a new refrigeration system, probably for selling all the beer that they have during the Cooley region chill games, right? They need new refrigerators. Guessing that's what that is. I'm kidding. Uh, new rink floor, 
It seems a little bit. It seems that maybe like the lacrosse center expansion, which is around $42 million, and and some of those repairs are just updates that the building hasn't gone through. It seems like maybe the Green Island Ice Arena is going through the same thing. Maybe when the city went and assessed all your home values, they did they did the lacrosse center. No, they didn't do the lacrosse center, but they did the Green Island Ice Arena. Went, Whoa, we, we haven't, we haven't uh, updated a lot of these things. Uh, so it looks like that could be the case, uh, $3 million. But alongside that, there's also a plan to build a tennis complex next to the ice arena. I believe this is $3.3 million on top of that. Uh, I'm not sure. I think I don't, I, there, there's, there's plans for multiple outdoor courts. So that might be what the complex is, but there's also plans for like a bubble dome. I don't think they're going to put the bubble dome over the Green Island Ice Arena building, which would be funny, but I don't I think there's going to be also a bubble dome down there. On top of that, here's here's what's interesting is that's like awesome land right there, right? I, maybe it's in a floodplain cuz it's right on the river. But uh you just build it up, right? But to put a put a big giant dome right there. I mean, is this the best u- utilization of of city property and uh, views of the river of a, a bubble dome is it going to be right next to the river so you just completely block off all views of the mississippi river and and everything there is to see there like the lacrosse center they're, they're planning some type of mezzanine where you can overlook the river of course the mezzanine's on the north side of the building so you're in between buildings and if you look right, there's going to be a parking lot and Second Street. If you look left, there's going to be a river. I put the mezzanine in the back, <laughs> like on the west side of the building, overlooking the Mississippi River. Maybe do that. But maybe they should. Maybe should be thinking a little bit bigger here. I mean, spend some more money, right? Uh, and 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 think about how if you're going to build build up the Green Island Ice Arena area maybe think long term and and the fact that it is right there on the river kind of an awesome spot uh where the city has has this land and could utilize it and make uh, take every advantage of having that property or maybe sell the property for millions of dollars cuz it's awesome take that money and build an ice arena somewhere else where it's just where there's just land that isn't being used I know there were plans years ago to build an ice arena kind of by, I don't know what that building is now off the top of my head. Pearl Street Breweries right there. Like across the road from there, there was plans to build, build a giant complex, not from the city, but I think a private uh, entity. And a, a giant ice rink and uh, hockey, maybe figure, you know, anything ice related, I guess, complex, pro- maybe multiple ice rinks. It just fell through it, and obviously it never happened. But uh, to to start building all this stuff uh, on the riverfront, uh, maybe maybe get rid of that land, sell it at a profit, a, a large profit, especially if you reassess the property value, and uh, go build a a new ice arena or go build a bubble dome with pickleball courts and tennis courts and. Indoor volleyball courts, indoor sand volleyball courts. Throw an ice arena in there. Put maybe a just go all out, but put it somewhere else where 
where it's not locked into that, it's kind of, you know, you're kind of off to the side. Maybe you put it somewhere where other businesses could grow around it. I don't know. Number three said the city should hire a consultant. <laughs> they should hire me. Uh, all right. Eric is back. Eric, you're on. Go ahead. Yeah, this uh, USMCA uh, trade agreement, that might be a good thing, but uh, this phase one of the U.S.-China deal is uh, it may work for a while, but China's theft kings of the world. They will steal everything they can from you because they're a communist country. They're not They're not a democracy like ours. The Chinese government will, will steal the hell out of us, lie about everything they do because they want to be the number one country in the world, and they, they'll probably get there too. Okay. So the Green Island Ice Arena. <laughs> Eric's doing his own show, man. Two different shows. Pete Buttigieg, he's doing the Pete Buttigieg show, the first half hour. Now he's doing the trade deal and China tariff deal for this half hour. Little sidebar show, I guess. Uh, I'll change gears a little bit. I I brought this all this up at the beginning of the show and and, uh, a bunch of different headlines that are kind of, I thought, were interesting. The most interesting, though, is uh, a North Carolina dog gives birth to a unique puppy. And the puppy's name is, is Hulk. Mom's name is Gypsy. She's a white shepherd. Delivered eight puppies Friday. Three-hour labor. It was going smooth, and then the fourth puppy came out. A little small and lime green. <laughs> the owner there said... Uh, I started freaking out, but everybody was healthy. Every puppy was healthy. Experts said that there's a normal explanation for the puppy's coloration, and no, he's not exposed to any gamma rays, the story says here. Liquid from inside mom's stomach likely likely stained the puppy's white fur during pregnancy, said a worker at the animal hospital there. Uh, baths and daily licks from mom are expected to fade Hulk's green fur in a few weeks. So AP had this story and I was pretty mad. I was like, really? You just have the story without the picture of the puppy. So then I, you know, now I'm watching videos of, uh, the owner holding this tiny little lime green puppy. It's almost yellow, uh, super cute and kind of (laughs) ugly also. I mean, all puppies are cute. It doesn't matter what kind of... They grow up to be, you know, whatever. Dogs are just, you know... I have my preferences on dogs, and some I don't like as much as others. Not that I don't like all dogs, but if I'm just going to have one, I don't want that dog. Or I like this dog better. Yeah, but this <laughs> these puppies are pretty cute, and then this one's just the ugliest lime green. Uh, pretty funny. Another headline today, uh, Governor Tony Evers in Wisconsin appointed... Uh, Milwaukee County Chief Judge Maxine White to the State Appeals Court. She's the first African-American woman to serve at that level. Uh, She's 68 years old. She's a judge in Milwaukee County Circuit Court since 92. She was appointed by Republican Governor Tommy Thompson. And for seven years prior to that, she was an assistant U.S. Attorney in Milwaukee. So that's pretty cool. First ever African-American woman to serve 
at the appeals court level. Um, another story, headline, headline snipe in here, DHS seeks Pentagon funds for 270 miles of the border wall. Department of Homeland Security has asked the Pentagon to fund the construction this year as part of the counter-drug effort. On the flip side, in Milwaukee, federal prosecutors have charged 37 people accused of sending cocaine and other drugs from Puerto Rico to Wisconsin and elsewhere in the country using the U.S. Postal Service. Build a wall around that. All right, we'll be back in a minute. Quick break. We'll be back right here on Wisdom. All right, welcome back to the Crosstalk PM 608 785 7914. I'm assuming everyone is at the Parks and Rec meeting now down at City Hall, but number three isn't. He's on the phone. Maybe maybe you could have reported live for us, number three. On my flip flop phone standing down by the City Hall, and there's 47 women with hockey sticks in their hand, and they're all looking for the mayor and the park department. <laughs> this is fake news. <laughs> Anyway, what I want to tell you, I meant that as a joke about hiring a consultant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but any time the city's got to make a big decision where their guys can't make it, the mayor's disciples can't do it on their own, we got to hire a consultant, and that's anywhere from forty dollars to $100,000. I'll do it for forty. I mean, I thought I had a pretty good idea. You, you do have some good ideas there, right. But the bubble isn't going to be built yet this year. They're just no. going to put in the tennis courts. Yeah, the outdoor courts, yep. Yeah, the bubble's on, on Plan B. Yeah, and, and I, I'm, I forgot to mention this, that those that court complex is like $3 million too, but that's being funded by, I believe, at least UWL. I thought there was another entity, maybe, oh, Aquinas. Tennis, Aquinas. The tennis courts are, yeah, yeah. and the Viterbo College are all going to chip in a little bit to get on the good side of the mayor. Yeah, okay. Okay, but uh, the bubble's going to be plan B. Now, my friend Lisa said that you should come in once a week and do the show because you're so in tune with the city. But you were giving me off the air here a little bit ago. Uh, just, you know, can you describe what you you must have watched them build Green Island Ice Arena at one point, huh? You kind of watched the, uh, the build. Well, I, I remember when they dredged it all in, yeah. Mm-hmm. From the Lutheran Hospital and down, that's all dredged in where the parking lots in that are. Okay. That's all been dredged many years ago. I could kind of remember when it does, but I don't want to say what year because I'm not for sure. Sure. But that was all a swamp. You had Second Slough back in there, and there was a bunch of old tar paper houses down in there, and all dredged in, and then the Broken Arrow Slough is to the west of the ice arena, and then it runs down underneath that little tube, and then that empties into Swift Creek. So should the city just sell that whole thing and start over somewhere else where well, we could put businesses around it? If they sold it, if they did sell it, Rick, they wouldn't get enough money for it. No. Uh, buy high and sell low. I feel like it's a awesome place, awesome piece of land. It's right on the river, awesome view. Why wouldn't that be worth millions of dollars? Well, I, I think the first people to grab it up would be the, the Gunderson. Oh, sure. Yeah, okay. Yeah, they're they're always running out of room. I mean, they're going to have to build a parking ramp or something down there in the lower end because they're one of the businesses that just keep growing in the city of La Crosse. Though they've got other clinics, you know, but still that, uh, you go down there sometime and just take a look at it. They got a big parking lot and then you got the big uh, uh, Eagle Crest and that down there now. So uh, it's a growing area as far as that goes. 
Sure. They were talking about putting an ice rink and that up there uh, where Plan 7 was by train company. Yeah. On where Menards is. But yeah, I kind of talked about that a little bit. Uh, they, uh, that was a private deal, the, though. Yeah, right. Takes a lot of money, but then that was going to be kind of tax free too. So that wouldn't have been any uh, revenue for the city of Lacrosse the way it was going for a while. That'd have been out of the tax bracket. Sure. So I think they just better stay where they are down there. Okay. Thanks. All a lot. right. Carry on. <laughs> See ya. Yeah, I, I feel like if, especially there by uh, Pearl Street Brewery, that area that across the road, there's just a big empty lot. There's a couple empty lots there, I believe. Eh, I might be building on one of those. I haven't driven by there and, and just paid attention. I've driven by there. I just haven't looked and, and thought about it. But, uh, yeah, if you built, like, a big ice arena complex or maybe a sporting complex and then had businesses around it, I mean, because people would be in and out of there going to hockey games and curling events and and stuff like that, I feel like a, a, you could almost build a, a little business park around that area. And watch it thrive, right? Uh, Bob's been waiting. Bob, go ahead, Bob. You're back. Yeah, hi, Rick. Say, um, you know, what do I want to say here? Um, I just want to say, you know, I call in, Eric calls in. You have about the same six or seven people that always call in your show. Um, yeah, they enjoy it. Yeah, you never really have anybody else that calls in your show. Um, I think one of the reasons is, well, you know, this impeachment thing, you know, you've had Mr. Knutson on for once a week for the last four to five months. And I don't know if you realize it, but not one person has called in to say that President Trump should have been impeached and thrown out of office. Not one. Um, and that just makes me think that probably most of your listeners and callers are Republicans. There's a couple libertarians. Um, okay, that's your thought. It's not no, true, I, but, but I just like to say that. I mean, it's so much easier. Mr. It's so much easier to argue. What I'm trying to say is, um, the pe- reason that people aren't listening and calling into your show is because when you go after President Trump with Mr. Knutson, you're you're going after all President Trump supporters. Okay, and so it, 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 it just it just turning people off. And if you keep it up, you're not going to have a show much longer, Rick. Okay. So okay, bye. President Trump. Uh... Railing against the impeachment today of the testimony of Love Parnas. He said he didn't even know the guy. <laughs> uh, during a, with having a bunch of kids in the Oval Office today while doing some kind of prayer thing. Super, super awkward. Feel free to go on Twitter and look at it. It's weird. Uh, he doesn't really do press conferences per se. He just kind of do, does them willy-nilly like this, and either in front of helicopters or in front of children in the Oval Office. Very odd. All right, I'm kind of excited to see uh, what Brad Williams brings back from the Parks and Rec meeting. I feel like I should have went and put in to be a consultant, see what they what they should do with that. Maybe just get rid of that whole area. And uh, <laughs> number three suggests sen- selling it to Gunderson, which actually probably probably would happen. That wouldn't be awesome either. Just the big extra, another hospital or a parking ramp there. That would be weird. Um, but I think the city could could figure out a way to utilize that area, that riverfront area. That would be awesome. Be 
forward thinking here, uh, unlike when they built a lacrosse center in the 80s. They weren't thinking. I, I don't. I wasn't around in the eighties in lacrosse. Anyway, I was born in '78. But uh, they weren't thinking riverfront because I don't believe Riverside Park was there, and I don't think it was as pristine as it is now. So they weren't thinking like we should utilize the riverfront with our giant complex here and take advantage of you know the the sights and the scenery. And now that they're rebuilding it for forty-two million dollars. They've taken that into account. Like, oh, yeah. We need to put a mezzanine out here. We need to put windows all across the west side to take advantage of the view. And, you know, if they could, I, I you know, it probably it costs a lot more money. But if they could, they'd probably just reverse the, the way the building is. But the front of the building on Front Street, everyone could walk in and out of there. And when you walk in and out, obviously you're you're going to cross the roads, Riverside Park, and and all those views, and and that would be every time anyone comes in and out, they they probably take it take all that in and and probably feel a little bit better about themselves. It's always good to uh, take in a little nature right before you go to a Megadeth concert at the Lacrosse Center, right, or a Kenny Rogers concert. I don't think Megadeth's play at the lacrosse center. If they did, though, I might be interested. All right. That's going to wrap up the show for today. We'll be back. A little Sports Friday tomorrow. Excited to talk to Grant. Obviously, we got the Packer game this weekend. Uh, did you win Packer? Did you win Super Bowl tickets? And if you, and if you, uh, the Packers win, are you going? All right. That's going to do it. We'll be back tomorrow right here on Wisdom.